What's up, podcasters? I just clipped my nails. That's disgusting. If it was you guys, I'd be annoyed at that. Okay, cool. Yep, you definitely would be. <laughs> cool. That's, that's good. You, yeah. you get at me for flicking, biting my nails and flicking them on the floor. Because what did I do with mine? Well, the ones that you did collect, you put in there. I collected every there's single one. There's always a stray no, one not. that I takes off. I got the stray and I put it back in. Oh, no way. Once it hits the carpet. It's because nails done. are beautiful when they're on your fingers. Hair is beautiful when it's on your head. Mm. But a stray hair... And a loose fingernail. Yeah. Same with toes. Do you think the same thing about nutsack hair? Like it's beautiful on your nutsack, but then when it's astray. Do you know what? I've bleh. never said that is beautiful pubic hair. Mm. I've never said well, that. Well, you've before. obviously never seen mine. <laughs> never gone, you know what well, I like? I like your pubic uh, hair. Technically, is is beard hair pube? Yeah, I guess technically. Well, not technically. Face pubes? Yeah. Just because he's a dickhead. <laughs> ah, good job. That's, yeah. a, that's a good one. Yeah. That's hey. a good one. Actually, you still got. You said that, and now you're doing the other hand. I told you I'm a hypocrite. I uh. said that. Okay. Get. You should get. I, I've got one. It's great. It's got a little catcher. Oh yeah. Hmm. Have you seen those? No. No. Do you know what? I, and then you just slip it back. Do you know why I get out. them all stabbed? Is because I cut them, but I leave the last little bit mm. so that you can rip it. Ah no, because then you get that thing and it goes down all the way. So up that the way. Ah, I, I hate that. I can get all three. Yeah. Right. The inner workings of. Abby's beauty regime. I don't really have one. I just, my nails are, I've got to go to polo and everyone's going to have their nails done. Yeah, it's important. That would have ruined your weekend. How'd you go to the dentist yesterday, by the way? Any Man. Dra- yeah, any dramas? Anything they find well, anything in there? six months now because he's making the appointment when he leaves. Yeah, they book, rebook it in. Mm. No, cavity free. Sweet. Have you ever had a filling? Ticked off. I have had one, one filling before, um, but yeah, nothing. All good. Um, That's a relief, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because you're not going to have to spend a heap of money or whatever. Or you don't have to have a root canal. I had to have heaps mm. of fillings on my baby teeth. Yeah, I had a few. Because things. I um, was breastfed to a late age. They don't say that on breast is best, but not your teeth. Mm-hmm. Very sugary. They don't say that, do they? they I'm taking the kids next Tuesday, so that's not going to be fun. Mm. So... Oh, yes. Eden for the first time. Good luck. Yeah, she's never been, so. If she doesn't get an appointment, she just sits in the chair and gets her teeth looked at. Yeah, but I, don't, I still don't know if she'll even come to the party on that. But just tell Eden. her that she's not getting her teeth done. She's only getting them looked at. Yeah, I, I know. I told her that. I said, <laughs> all you got to do is just, they're just going to stare. She might Tired, love isn't it. it? After a dentist going, we'll give you a lolly. I know. Mm. Do the dentists give a lollipop? No, you know how the doctors give a lollipop no, or a jelly bean? No, the purpose. They might give you a carrot. But they don't even do that. No. I did see the dentist, though, at the Bowls Club having a can of Coke, and I was like, oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Well, just that old riddle. So you move to a new town and there's two dentists. One's got terrible teeth. The other one's got great teeth. Do the one with the terrible to. teeth because he can't get them fixed by himself. There you go. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. But then again, if you shouldn't have terrible teeth if you're looking after them. That's why I never understand that riddle. You shouldn't move to a town small enough to only have two dentists, really. I don't know. I think you could do it yourself. Dentistry? Yeah. Mm. I mean, not not fixes, but a little checkup and a clean you should be able to as a dentist, wouldn't you? That's a, I would say a town with two dentists is a fairly a big town. You reckon? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Two dentists, you'd have to have, what, population of 50? At least you would think so. I don't know. Two dentists, yeah. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, there's um, a lot more riveting chat in today's podcast. <laughs> Get amongst it. Let's go. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Nine to five. Work, 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 work.
work, 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 work. Go to work. Go to work, girl. Customer is always right, is the old saying. Not always true, and I think especially more so in this day and age of Karens and people just complaining and actually retail staff. Not caring. It. Yeah, oh, well, 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 copping it as well. So. Mm. But also not caring, sure. Okay. It cuts both ways. Um, but see what you think about this one. A husband and wife were going on a date night. They hadn't been out for a while. They went to see a movie, and then they were hungry. So they wanted to go get something to eat. They went to a restaurant. It was closing in 10 minutes. The husband said, don't worry about it. We'll go somewhere else. The wife's like, no, we won't. They're open. we got 10 whole minutes. Stuff them. Oh, was it a restaurant it. or a pub? It was a restaurant. Because uh, mm. I'm like, if it's a pub? That's fine, because they've got set closing times, and they yeah. won't take the ticket if it's they're not able to. And plus, they've got to clean up the kitchen. Yeah. So I'm like, eh, that I'd go to. But a restaurant, no way. Mm-hmm. But you made the point you'd go to fast food. I agree with that. Yeah, like That's... if it's, you know, your KFCs, your Maccas, all that sort of stuff, you can roll in with 30 seconds before they lock the door. That's yeah. fine. But if, you, if you're going in to sit down and you want some cutlery... Mm-hmm. Cutlery? Nah. <laughs> if you require cutlery... Yeah. Don't be a mole. I, I used to hate it at, when I worked at Subway. I always did the clothes for some reason, finished up at 12. And it was generally okay because you would pack up. You'd leave a few basics out so you mm. could make a standard sub. <laughs> but if there was ever a, a concert on at ANZ Stadium, because we there was only two Subway stores um, in Brisbane at the time, and we were the only one open that late, they would come in at like, there'd be like 20 people at and 10 to 12. Like, <laughs> in retail, yeah. I used to be the worst because I used to have, we had to space all the clothes and you have to restock them for the next morning. Mm. So I'd space them all, like two centimetres apart. Everything was great. And then I'd even start to do the till. And then five minutes before, someone would come in. It's the till, isn't it? Yeah. And you yeah. feel like going, hey, I don't want to make a sale. Like, I, And you <laughs> give them such attitude, like, I don't want to sell anything. So mm. they're like, well, I want to buy. <laughs> oh, you look horribly horrible in that dress. Yeah. You're, you're coming out the sides of it and everything. That's Obviously, that's good I'm for your pregnancy. Are oh, you not pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But they used to always buy. But that was my fault for wanting to get home early. Because back in the day, you never got paid. So, like, you get paid for nine to five, but mm. you'd have to come in at eight. Yeah. And then you'd have to leave at six. six. So yeah, you kind of wanted to get going. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. I'm sure that people, you can't do that anymore. No, you ha- you got to, I think you mainly punch in, punch out. And we used to wear the clothes. Them. Yeah. They can't do that anymore. They can't do that anymore? No, no, we swear the clothes and put them back to sell. Yeah, right. oh, See, I well. always wondered that because you go in and all the people in the shop are dressed fantastic, mm. which they need to. Yeah. You've got to be wearing the stuff that's in there. But you're like, this is an expensive store, so your whole wage must be going on clothes. The shop that I used to work at um, had a current affair investigated because one of the girls dobbed them in. Wow, really? Because we used to wear the clothes and I've got short legs. So I had to hem up the pants. So we used to do it with masking tape. And then oh. you used to get them out and then you used to send them to the dry cleaner. So by the time you're getting clothes, they might have been dry cleaned a couple of times. Right, okay. But now, then it's changed. Then you get a budget. Right. So you might get like 75% off. That's why I always get the T-shirt at the back of the rack. I always, like deodorant, you know? Yeah. And no one's touched it. Do you yeah. mind if I get one that's wrapped up at the back of the store? Yeah. I ask for that now. <laughs> Five minutes before closing. This woman also at the restaurant asked for stuff that wasn't on her order. No. What do you mean? Like she wanted them to change up the menu? Yeah. Can I have this one, but can you also add a little bit of blah, 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 blah? And they go. What did they get? Ten minutes! What did they get, though? Pizza. See, I reckon they're... Oh, see, no, that's a fast food. But it's a sit-down sit down restaurant pizza. Like, it's, you know, good good Italian pizza. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think pizza might be allowed, but I was thinking like a steak. Mm. Steak takes faster than a pizza to make. 
What, no, not if you have it well done. Who, right. What are you, a monster? <laughs> <laughs> Who's having well done steaks these days? Some people do. No, they do. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like my leather. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we want to ask you this morning. 131060, call through and remain anonymous if you want to. But where do you work and what do you want your customers to know? <laughs> so, like, that thing that you feel, mm. but you can't say it to the customer because mm. they'll complain you'll get in trouble. But if you want to say to them, I work in whatever, please don't do this. Uh-huh. Or here's the rules, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is the rule with the ice cream machine at Macca's? Um, when what time s- is it closed? Do you shut it before? Well, see, for, I don't know what, what it is what it is now, mm. but I know from when I worked there, it would, like, once a week or, like, every three days or something, you have to empty the whole thing, you sanitise it so all the lines in it all get sanitised and everything like that. Mm. And then when you pour the mix back into it, it's not like you can just pour it in it and then a while. ice cream comes up. It's got to, like, cool it and all that kind of stuff. So... The cleaning of it is a long process. Right. Mm. And that's so, when you go in and they say, oh, it's not working. When you say we say it's not working, it's because there's no ice cream ready to go and you get angry. But it's only so that when you get served ice cream, it's good, clean ice oh, cream. Look at you. Once working <laughs> Still for Macca's, company, man. always doing Still a company, man, isn't It's not he? their fault, yeah. is it? Well, They're right. doing it for the safety of customers. As a crew trainer, it was imperative to ensure that we did have the store to the highest of standards. Crew trainer, how long wow. did that take you to work your way up to that? And when did you lose that sense of commitment to your job? <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of weird. The higher my pay got, <laughs> really, the less, the less I care. Well, pay him less. It's such, a weird, right? such a weird, um, weird thing. Yeah, it's a good point, Randy. How I'm many like, hours? I want to know but... how many years did you get that? Oh, like six, six months. Mate. Six months, and you became crew trainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, you worked your way up the ladder quick. Yeah, yes. Yeah. When you stomp on people. It's... <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's it. I've ran out of people to stomp on maybe, stuff. Maybe. I'm at the top with You're you, baby. You're at the baby. top of the pile of corpses. <laughs> it's an unwritten rule, surely. We want to know where do you work and what's your unwritten rules that you'd like customers to know about. Anonymous is giving us a call, so it's going to be great. What's going on, Anonymous? Good morning. Uh, I'm a phlebotomist, so I collect blood. And I would love to say, be nice to me, be polite. I'm about to shove a very sharp metal thing into your vein. <laughs> that really should go without saying, shouldn't it? But I guess it doesn't. You would think so, but no, it doesn't. Do you know what I'd like to say about that for your industry? And this is, shout out to my dad as well, I've said this before. You start really early sometimes and people need to come in to get blood before they go to work. All the retirees are sitting in there at the same time. Like, I know you get up at 5 a.m., but save it for the people working and go in maybe at 9. Yep. They're yep. also generally the ones who come in at two minutes before close. Yes, oh, yeah. and they're oh, always yeah. grumpy. So are you saying if you're rude to a phlebotomist, they'll miss your vein a couple of times? <laughs> I would never. No. Oh. Maybe. She wouldn't, but she knows oh, friends of a friend yeah. would. Ah, all right. You're always nice to people that are going to do a medical procedure on you, surely. Mm. Savannah in Mitchelton, what do you do and what do you want people to know? I work at a dentist and I want people to know, even though it's my job, brush your teeth. Mm. Do you get people that just don't? Yeah. Yeah. How'd you go to the dentist yesterday, yeah, Matthew? Yeah, that's what. That's <laughs> did you well, brush before you went? I didn't. Yeah, everyone brushes or flosses the day before they go. I, I didn't, like I did in the morning, but I didn't just before. But what I did do, Savannah, is I was 20 minutes early 
and I was hungry, mm. uh, and I. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I was like. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Did yeah. you do the water rinse? There was a cafe across the road, and I thought maybe I'll just bang down a pie or a sanger before I go in. A garlic euros. <laughs> but I didn't. You did it. Oh. Did, because oh. I, because only because I knew I was seeing a different dentist this time, mm. and I was like, I better impress on the first one. But did, <laughs> so is that? That's a no, no. Don't don't have a feed just beforehand. No, definitely not. Especially when your breath stinks. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay. Oh, you've met him. <laughs> <laughs> She's actually flicking through my patient file right now. <laughs> it did sound personal. Yeah, it did. It did. Okay. Good on you, All right, anonymous <laughs> uh, number two. Oh, you work at one of our favourite places. I think everyone's favourite places in Australia, Bunnings. Yeah. What's the unwritten everyone's rule there? Favorite. Uh, just like a FYI. The toilets in the plumbing section are not connected? <laughs> no, yeah. I've got a list of things, but I'll just keep it short. Okay. okay. Sundays, when people come in about five to six before we close, just to do some plant shopping mm. and ask for a kitchen design. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you've had all day. <laughs> all day, right? <laughs> yeah. What else is that? Just because we work in the plumbing department doesn't mean... I'm a qualified plumber who's going to come out to your house and fix your plumbing for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fair point. Fair point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good like, point. I get it. I look like I know it all. <laughs> <laughs> That's on you, Anonymous, with your smart face. <laughs> all right. Honestly, but just be a little courteous. Yeah. Like okay. time. Mm. All right. Uh, is that all? Is there anything else before we let you go? Look, the rest of it I probably can't say on the radio. <laughs> okay, <Yeah>. right. <laughs> Stay there, we'll chat off air. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Today is an important day. You know how there's always national days, and today is the Fight Procrastination Day. Okay. Oh, I cannot be bothered to do that. I'll get, I'll get around to it later. <laughs> yeah, well, it, I mean, yeah, they talk about the history of it as well. They're saying that the, uh, there was a famous author, uh, Victor Hugo. Oh, Hugo, Victor Hugo, yeah. Um, and he used to get his clothes off to fight procrastination because he was an artist and he was like, you know what, I need to stay indoors and I need to focus. So he used yeah. to give his assistant his clothes and say, you do not give them back to me until I've completed my task. So he had to stay indoors. No one could come over because he was naked. Ah. That's how he fought procrastination. That's so clever. there's been poets in Greek history that have talked about how they did it. So mm-hmm. it's been around for ages. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of Zoom meetings on today, <laughs> so I'm going to get naked <laughs> and get through all of these Zoom meetings. But I was like, I've been cr- procrastinating about getting rid of stuff in the house. Right. And it's not just about me. I've been saying that this needs to get you know rid of. We need to get someone to come pick up this mattress, mm-hmm. which has turned into a sofa for the kids downstairs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we just a lot of stuff I just want to get rid of. I just want to cleanse the spring. Yeah. But I have a tradie husband who won't pay for anything. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to uh, get it removed. And I was like, there's heaps of people that do it now. You know, you call the junk places and mm. they you pay them and mm. they come and do it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, because I have a ute and I have my little slips. Green vouchers. Waste vouchers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's with you guys in the tip? It's a oh, great it's place. So much it's fun. Great fun. Is it that good? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. It's a spiritual experience. Yeah. Used but you to be don't better. even go anymore because no. now you go and get a skip. And Dude. I said, I want to get what Stav does. Mm. He gets a skip and he was like, well, no. that's He said that's not, no. That's not, what did he say? What were his words? Well, Stav doesn't have a ute and the ability to do it, you know, so. <laughs> I could borrow his ute. It's just easier. Yeah, but you like just a skip yeah. and then they just take it away. They take it away. You don't but even see anyone. you got to pay for that. You do. No. 
Yeah. No. So he didn't want to pay. So right. he keeps saying that he's going to get it done. You've got dump vouchers that you get every time. Like middle of the year, is it? Yeah, when your rates, rates come through. Yeah. And I think you'd be the same. You wouldn't get a skip or pay someone to come and get it, would you? No, I load it up in the ute. That's what he wants to do, but he's not doing Back it. Back it up. So I was like, bugger it. I'm going to order one. So I called and they just confirmed. And bless them, they're busy, they're fine. They, they call. Pardon? Who'd you use? <laughs> I know a guy. Yeah. <laughs> do you use my company? Because they're good. They got me on the name. I can't I get know. a skip. I can't get a skip. It was 1-800-JUNK, I think. Oh, yeah, they're okay. They're not. They're no skips ahoy, but they're all right. <laughs> I can't get a skip because that's obvious because the guy gave me a call. Oh, you need them in and out. You and I said convert. to them, yeah. and they said just confirming today, and I went, oh, no, you can't. Oh, God. And I said, my husband's here. Can you come? Like, what time can you come? And he's like, what sort of service do you think I require? <laughs> What are you getting rid of? I said, no, no, it is stuff. Like, he won't care if it's gone, but he just doesn't want to pay for it. And I think he goes, so, sorry, we've got a mattress here. Is it his mattress? I said, no, no, it's our mattress, but we're not using it. Like, it's not stuff that I'm doing. I just don't want him to be here when I'm removing it. I said, surely you've had that before. And he goes, not really. No. Oh, I know the mistake you've made. What? Did you think they were going to drop the skip, wait for you to fill it, and no, then no, take it away? No, no, they're not a skip. Forget the skip. They're forget a truck. The and they come and take oh, the junk. Oh, sorry, now Scott I was get there, you. So they oh. can't come because Scott would be like, why am I paying these guys to move junk? But you can't remove the junk because uh. you're not. So I said to them, like, I was like, you're going to have to come when he's not here. So they were like, we'll call back. And I said, yeah, if you don't mind, put me on the list for each day and I'll let you know. Jesus. Whether... <laughs> why don't you just tell them to put on balaclavas? <laughs> <laughs> Because he'd be like, yeah. they're stealing. Oh, well, they can steal that. Do you reckon that's no. what I do next time? Are you guys into role playing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you got any black and white striped shirts? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I've painted a, a money sign on this bag here if you just uh, can grab that. Let me know how they go because I need some stuff moving. We through. looked uh, for, you know, the hard rubbish day. Yeah. The day mm. that I wanted to get it rid, uh, rid of, hard rubbish day, was a week before. Uh, so now you have to wait until next year. Yeah. Right. Can you put it out on the um, footpath and put a sign on it that says free. free? You know how stuff sometimes I gets I feel embarrassed up? by that, that people think, well, we can tell that's free. <laughs> like, oh, well, what have they done to that? Yeah. Put a, put a monetary amount on it then. That's not bad. Like, Ten bucks. Yeah, because then, yeah, then, they, then they'll think they're stealing from mm. you. You're right. For them, if you're like, um, you know, call this number to buy this, they're like, oh, let's steal it. Mm. Yeah. Well, we yeah. were taking things out of our car once when we came back from the beach and we just had them in the side. And I, I turned around mm. to take some inside and there was this guy with a ute putting them in there. And I said, <laughs> yeah. oh, sorry, what are you doing? And he goes, oh, is this not giveaway? And I went, no, that's our beach bag. I'm just so <laughs> <laughs> Abby and Matt on B105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. Ooh, 13.10.60 if you've got advice from this lady. Mm-hmm. And if you've got a dilemma going on in your life, you can send an email. Uh, Dear Abby at b105.com.au. She has written, Dear Abby, my sisters and I have recently lost our father very suddenly and unexpectedly uh, eight weeks ago. As you can imagine, it's been the hardest thing that uh, my sisters and I have had to do anything like this. And very, our father was absolutely heartbreaking. Um, When you're not ready and you're not expecting it. We arranged his funeral and all things considered, it all went well and was a beautiful send off. He would have been proud of his three daughters. Our dad left behind his estate, cash, super and life insurance policy policy worth, let's just say, a bit of money. Our dad worked his absolute butt off to provide for us kids and have a good life and have everything we wanted. Our scales and his six grandchildren um, were his life who he adored. 
Then the hard part came cleaning up his affairs, which we thought would be pretty easy to work out, although Dad left us a few hurdles because of it being so sudden he wasn't really prepared for it. Um, and his simple wish was for us three daughters to have everything split evenly among us. However, we were given ultimatum by our mum. She said that she would expect a portion of this money as she felt that when she left him 20 years ago, she didn't receive enough money out of the property uh, settlement. She thought, slash assumed, us daughters would be happy to do this, which don't get us wrong, we would be happy to help her out with money, but she demanded $90,000 and this is when things have changed. We told her that there would be no more money given until we sorted everything out and now she's made the choice to walk away and disown her three children and six grandchildren. Jeez. All because of money. Please keep in mind that this happened within the first two weeks of him passing so emotions were high and we just didn't really expect anything of this. I'm not sure why we all um, we'd already gifted her a little bit of cash. But now she expects more. Mm-hmm. Have to stress that mum and dad divorced over 20 years ago and the property settlement took effect then. Our mother has since remarried and has been now for 18, 18 years or so. Our dad never remarried. There was no conflict in our family until dad's sudden passing. Do we have the right to say no? Have we done the right thing? I can see why he divorced her. Love, love three really heartbroken sisters. No. Wow. I just feel, how could a mum do that? Mm. I mean, I get it. I I think there are some women and men that don't recover from a separation. Mm. I say that because experience, I've, you know, I know that Scott's mum has been really heartbroken. Right. And ever she has a few drinks, she'll yeah, say. It comes up. It'll come up. But she's yeah. got a new partner as well. So we're like, cool, oh, can we not do this? With I the always wondered that for the new fella, yeah, hey, yeah. when they're whinging he just away. Sort of, like... He just sort of walks away. But she felt like she was hard done by. And I get it. That's because he's gone on, I guess, with someone else and they've created a life together that involves money. Mm. So mm. she always sees that and thinks yeah. about what I could have had. But it didn't work out. And at the time of the separation, it was done. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, she's got no. It, especially since it's his money, I know it's the, it's her daughter's, but it's what he wants to do with it, and he obviously didn't want to give her any. Well, it's twenty years past. Mm, probably didn't even think about it. Devil's no, that's advocate, what I'm saying. Though, yeah, right? do you just give the money? Right, uh, listening now, it sounds mm. very much like mum's in the wrong. Mm. But there may be people who call up here who do go and say, "I agreed to a settlement to later learn." It wasn't enough. It, it, it was unequal or mm. like it, it wasn't as equal. Um, and I look, I'm just trying to, you know, see both sides here. I'm stepping away from it. But the mother hasn't said anything until now. Yeah. yeah. You'd think she'd be like, that guy left me with nothing. Blah, 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 yeah. But blah. hasn't said any of that. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. And you'd think she would but maybe say she's that. only learning how much money he really did have. But now. then maybe he created that in the 20 years. Yeah. It's not her money. No, yeah. no, I know. What you're no, saying. I, I agree. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just mm. saying that there may how be. How can you agree with this woman, Maddie? She I has don't highlighted. Agree. I'm just <laughs> saying she has agree. highlighted. She felt that she didn't get enough when she left him. Yeah. I heard that too. 20 years ago. Well, she's underlined it and done it in capitals. Yeah. 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 She left him. So, yeah. Back but then, in your box, but then just saying this, though, I do agree that the mum is in the wrong. Mm. And yeah, I think yeah. she's remarried. She's got her life. You know, it's up. It's upsetting that maybe you don't have enough in your circumstances. Now you're thinking, what if? But from another point of view, did she have a lot to do with the grandchildren? 
Like, would that money allow her to have more time with the grandchildren? Do you know? Mm. Like, would she want to work maybe part-time mm. and have more? So you're cutting her out of your life. Do, well, no. I mean, do you want someone like this around your grandchildren if she's the one that's cut them out of her life because they won't give her money? They've never had any problems until now. Yeah, and they've wow. all been a close family. Mm. Money turns people. Sticky. That's why we're lucky we don't have any, That's hey? true. Oh, the lotto wouldn't change me. Yeah, you'd still come in. Right. No, no, that would change that part. But, uh, no. <laughs> no, I probably would have a very different attitude. Can I but say, you if you win the lotto, please don't come in. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely. You guys would love it. <laughs> Go and get me a coffee. Tootsie's $20. <laughs> no. Oh, no, you'd say that to Stab. <laughs> I'd do it for 10 <laughs> Now. No, I would no. come in. I actually think if you won the lotto, you'd probably do the best shows of your life. All the stress is off. Yeah. Shackles are away. Can you Let's imagine we're, tomorrow. we're in a meeting, right? And we're like, who's this guy? Oh, I just put him on Airtasker. I've got to go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> He'll fill me in. Anonymous, what do you think of this situation? Hi. Yeah. Um, I was just calling because my family was in a similar situation. My dad passed away um, very suddenly and left everything. Sorry. He left everything to my siblings and I. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was divorced from my mum. And for a long time, but she was still very much present in her life, in his life, sorry, and he left her nothing. Um, He left everything to my siblings and I, um, and she didn't ask for a cent, and she's been there helping to do everything from the funeral to the cleaning of the house, and I just think that mum isn't entitled if she wasn't present and it was his choice. Mm. He left it too. Yeah. And also, I think as a like as a mom, I yeah. think you'd want your kids to be happy. I think you'd be happy with them getting the money over you because that's what you would want, right? To provide yeah. for your kids. Not all mums. I guess, but then to say, look, because you didn't give me the money, I'm walking away from your lives and from the grandkids. Mm. Maybe they are well, better. It shows you what sort of person she is. Yeah. Another anonymous uh, on the phone. What do you think? You're in a similar situation. Kind of a similar situation. So my dad actually had an accident 20 years ago. It was a day before they, my parents were meant to separate. So long story short, they had a divorce uh, probably about 15 years ago now, and obviously a settlement was um, given. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, a few weeks ago, we did uh, do up a new will. Um, the money is going to me and my two other sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, in that case, my mum isn't entitled to anything, but we've already agreed as a family um, that if something was to happen, that she will stay in the property that they're still living in. Right. Um, so I think there's got to be some sort of, like what I guess you guys said before, in relation to if there's grandchildren involved. Obviously, mm. you don't want her demanding the money, um, but I think there needs to be some sort of, not settlement, but hey, you know, yes, you're with this man. Um, you know, yes, you've got a new partner. Um, obviously, it's case-by-case basis, but there shouldn't be any demands. It should be sort of a family thing, and preferably everyone talk about it before people pass away. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's a warning. Well, yeah, they're saying that this is sudden, though. Yeah. It is hard. When you do, you will. It's some confronting sort of questions you have to really answer. really is, isn't it? Especially yeah. like the question, did you get it when it's so, what about if one of you passed, do you want the all the money to go to the other person? Yeah, or do you want to spread it out? Yeah. Who gets to choose to turn off your life support? Well, you didn't choose Esther? I put you guys down. Yes, good decision. I thought, imagine yeah, that. 100%. Dear Abby. <laughs> <laughs> Should we flick him off or not? 13, 10, 60. All majority say. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sonia, what do you reckon about this one? 
Uh, it just made me a little bit um, cross uh, that somebody would use the children and their own daughters and mm. as a, a weapon almost against mm. the yeah. situation by denying them having their grandmother and whatnot in their life mm. um, and to, in, in order to try and leverage getting that 90000 out of, you know, the, the will. I just think that what would Dad have wanted, you know? I mm. mean, if it was not his wishes, then I think the girls are doing the right thing by saying no. And you know what? If, if mum really loves her daughters and grandchildren, she's going to come around eventually. She's not going to mm. live without them for the rest of her life, I don't think. But I don't think that, you know, if he's put in 20 years after the divorce mm. to get everything going for those girls and, and their families, then I think that, um, you know, she's got no claim on that. Yeah. I just mm. don't think yeah. that's right at all. Right. You know? yeah. um, but it's, it's a hard one, yeah, and who knows just how close they were. But I've, I've been in a similar family situation, you know, where, where family has been used against you and it's, it's not always a good thing and you just got to stand up for what you believe is right, right deep down mm -hmm. and with your dad and everything, I think. And look, I wish the girls all the best, but um, they'll make the right decision whichever mm. way it goes. Mm -hmm. I guess it's one thing, isn't it? Like we're so sad that we lost our dad and we're really sad that we're losing you over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. The thing I'm noticing here is the luckiest person here is the dad. Because he's gone. Yeah, he doesn't have to deal with all this malarkey. But he misses his three daughters. Yeah, he doesn't miss him. He's dead. I don't know how that works. <laughs> you don't know. Well, take an educated guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Most people are saying don't share the money. Yeah. Keep, there you <laughs> keep go. it to keep yourselves. It. All right. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. All right, um, they've come in to say goodbye. Sad day. Is that what's going on here? Yeah. interview. Yeah. Do you know what the thing is, though? I always like to say, first, when we have to share oh, them, we're the first to have them on board. Yes, all right. So you were saying you made them? Oh, God, no, God, <laughs> no, 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 their talent made them. Shepherd, I hear. Good morning. Morning, morning. guys. No, I think it was someone who went to your gym actually gave us a call and was like, you have to get these guys on, they're great. And then the label was like, yeah, yeah, we did that. And we're like, no, we didn't. It was someone in <laughs> the gym that recommended you guys. God, it was, what, 10 years ago now, wow. I yeah. think, yeah, right. since we released our first EP, Let Me Down Easy. And then we made you do a bingo night. Oh, oh yes, that's oh, right. Like Sunny Bank Kevin Rudd was it? Kevin yes. Rudd was there. Yeah. got his top off. It was great. Yeah. It sounds like me. <laughs> you, you guys were absolutely amazing, and it was so good. And then after, like, it was just like, God, we want to party. And now it's like, okay, time for bingo. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, we say you're saying goodbye because you're moving over to the States. You've been signed to a record label over there, and I've seen you guys talking about it, and you're like, we're going to make a real go of it. Lots of bingo opportunities there. Yeah, <laughs> lots of bingo. <laughs> what, what do you mean, like, when you say that, like, what is the difference to being here in Australia and moving to the US? Well, I think the US is just a, a completely different ball game when it comes to, obviously, there's 350 million people in the United States, yeah. and you can you can sort of be popular without being mainstream popular. You know, you could you could find your niche and still sell out arenas. Mm. Yeah. So there's people that are doing like, you know, Western jazz hip hop, mm. and they've got like an entire tour sold out. Yeah. So there's there's just a lot more of an audience there, and, and Australia is. We I mean we love Australia so much and. If it was up to me, we wouldn't move. But 
it's it's its own like unique industry over here. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, what you're saying is we love you even more when you make it big in the states. Well, that's, well that's yeah. True. It's funny how uh, if it's funny how it works. Uh, yeah. It's you get you, it's like you get taken more seriously if you make it in the states. Yeah. Is it Nashville? Is that where you're going to? Yeah, Nashville. So, so I mean, for Nashville, you kind of go that's like real a country. Are you going to be changing sort of genre? Yeah. I guess you guys cover everything as well. Yeah. Um, well, I've got my own country solo project going, mm. so yeah. that'll be handy to do that as well on the side. But um, for Shepherd, it's actually great as well because lots of pop music in Nashville. It's sort of the second hub to LA, yeah, right. and it's sort of becoming the. It is the music city. Mm. Uh, it's a great place to live. It's similar to Brisbane in terms of size, and it is a city. It's not some small country town that mm-hmm. you might think it is. I um, did love the press release, and I was like, oh, thank God, because it was like. <laughs> They're moving, and partners are going too. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, so this is this is official. This is just not you guys going for a while. Like you're going for to to live there. Mm. Yeah. How's everyone going with different jobs? <laughs> well, like partner wise. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a tough one because George. Uh, is married to Kathleen and Amy's married to Lockie. They're coming on spousal visas. Mm-hmm. And then my partner Liam is our tour manager and he's been our tour manager for two years now. Well, if he'd yeah. freaking engage, you wouldn't have to worry about that. I know. <laughs> you would just propose. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> that's the other thing, though, when you think about that. What power you guys have over your partners? Yeah. They have to be married to you to stay yeah. in the country. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'll cut you off. <laughs> wow. Oh, but you, you're right, too. There, there are, you could count on probably. Maybe two, hence the amount of, of, of Australian bands that have cracked the US market. And it is the dream of most uh, bands in Australia to just make put a foot in the door in America. And I think you guys have got a great shot at doing it. And then you will still be able to come back down here and, you know, tour and do stuff. So we're not going to lose you forever. Yeah, yeah actually, yeah. Um, the US is our biggest market. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just so spread out mm. and so many people. But, yeah, we'd love to go there and solidify our fan base. And so it'll be great to, yeah, go and do some shows for them. Yes. Have you done any radio interviews over there and how do they compare? Is they are they a bit more full on? Well, we kept asking questions. You may not this want the is, answers. No, so. This is this room is the peak of radio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is it. Oh, Pretty, it's a sad state of affairs. <laughs> <laughs> I will say it is always nice to come into a room and you know the hosts. Yeah, you, know, you yeah. have a rapport. Or we you know each other. Mm, Whereas yeah. when you go to America, it's just like totally new people and mm. you're kind of not sure of their banter. Or yeah, or their sense of humour. So because it is, it's different banter. Mm. Australia, like I always say, will sort of banter the same way as the UK. But America, it's they, it they is, take themselves very seriously right yeah and they love they want to know why they should play you so you, you really have to hype yourself up mm. whereas here you know australians are quite modest yeah and you can come across like as if you're up yourself if you're talking about yourself but over there they really love you got to get your arrogance up, up guys yeah <laughs> won't be up for you george you guys are in trouble <laughs> <laughs> well we're proud of you guys um and we we know you're gonna smash it over there it's um gonna be an incredible thing um to watch um, you are performing at uh, Movie World as well before yeah. you head off. Yeah, so we're actually Movie World from the 16th to the 2nd of October. So every day? Yes, every day um, oh, cool. after the parade. Mm-hmm. So we're really excited. We get to ride, ride around in Bugs Bunny's golden limo. <laughs> you made it. Waving to everybody. Yeah. That's You've it. Made We've it. made it. In <laughs> Australia, that's it. The ultimate. That's the ultimate. Yeah, we're going to be doing a signing as well, so great for the school holidays. Mm, great. Signing the kiddies. Mm-hmm. As long as people don't think, because you know how, um, and you know, close your ears, kids, their characters dressed up, as long as people don't think, like, there's characters of you. Imagine <laughs> that. Like, you look just like just pull my hat off at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll get in there. Check them out at Movie world uh all right from september 15 september 16th except 16th. except for the 23rd because we had a prior show in melbourne that we have to duck off to but yeah, um, right. every day except the 23rd good right. stuff uh well good to see you guys uh and um we'll see you soon 
Well, they can't oh, see my thumbs up on radio. <laughs> <laughs> but I was giving the thumbs up. Yeah. Is that for the American yeah. version? <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. I know you love... Tradies abs, you surround yourself with tradies, in fact. I just think people that can fix things are hot. Right. Yep. Doctors, does that count? Oh, okay. No, like things with their hands. I don't Still know. Doctors? I just like tradies. Yeah. I think I, if I saw, if I was driving in the car and I see a ute, I get more excited than what I was going to pull up next to like a, a guy driving a Porsche. A Ferrari or something. Yeah. Mm. What if the guy driving a Ferrari is just a really, really good tradie? <laughs> <laughs> You're really shooting yourself in the eat foot. My, eat my words. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I do love tradies, and uh, my favourite thing to do to tradies is because uh, when I was working with my um, brother-in-law building my deck, and he was like putting nails in, and he put it in a bit wonky, and I'm like, "That's a bit wonky." You guys can't see it from my place, and I say that to them while they're working on my house and watch the baffled look of confusion mm. on their face. Um, but these tradies in China have gotten into a wee bit of bother, a wee bit of hot water, because uh, they were working on something. And it needed a big excavator. And there is a, a, a very famous thing in China that is probably, let's say, the world's biggest fence, right? Mm. Which is? The Great Wall of China. That's right. To keep the rabbits out. To keep the rabbits out. There's too many rabbits in China. Mm-hmm. And they had to get an excavator onto the other side of the Great Wall of China. And they looked around and they went, ooh, that's a long way that way. <sighs> oh, it's a long way that way too. Because mm. the thing is bloody massive. Right, it spans the the whole country. Has anyone ever been to it? No. Uh, um, Ash's grandma has. Yeah, my grandma stole a piece of the Great Wall of China and gave it to me, and I still have it. Just Ooh. a little rock. Mm. I know you're not supposed to do that. Sorry, Nan. Just what we need, someone on our team. Who's, it was the reason China invaded because you stole one of their heritage listed items. Sorry, everybody. Anyway, is <laughs> your grandma still alive? Yeah. Oh, so they could come for us now. Well, they they won't. They won't. No, they come for you. You've got it. You just gave them your driver's license. What are you talking about? Yeah. You moving to China? No, he just for his TikTok. Oh. Yeah, I gave them all yours too. And a blood sample. <laughs> Can't beat them, join them. <laughs> and they looked around and they went, it's going to be too far to drive. Did they around. build a bridge over it? Worse. They went through it. What? What do you mean? They put a hole in it. To build it back to get no, just that they made a they made a pathway through the Great Wall. They're going to die. Yeah, they're arrested. Yeah, uh huh. The police followed the tread marks of the um, excavator uh, to the location of the uh, the two people, a thirty eight year old man and a fifty five year old woman working at a nearby construction site. So they weren't trying because I thought they were trying to fix the wall. No, and they were like, wait a minute, we've got to get to the other side. Mm. But they were doing different stuff. Yeah, they were right. doing some stuff on the other side, but it was going to be too big. They they did they did widen. An already existing gap in the wall, but they okay. did destroy a strip of the ancient structure to create the shortcut so they could just go through, incidentally, releasing all the rabbits. Mm. Mm. If anyone doesn't know what the rabbits are, you know what the rabbits are, don't you? Yeah, it's em- from Emperor Nas and Gory. Yeah. Gory wanted, <laughs> um, Telstra ad. wanted it made. <laughs> Keep the rabbits out. Keep the rabbits out. There's too many rabbits in China. That was a great ad. Wasn't, wasn't it? it? Do you guys remember it? They do. Oh, you do. There you go. Yeah. So they are arrested and shortcuts make for long delays, as they always say. I don't know what you were thinking. It is one of the only structures that can be seen from space. That someone is going to notice if you punch a hole in it so you don't have to go around. That's well, the whole well, point of it. Well, if it's big enough, you would have thought, you know, what's, yeah, maybe that's what they were thinking. Mm. And the hole's already there. 
So no one would notice if we just... <clears throat> I don't know. I, was, I don't know what they would be thinking. Mm. They were thinking, let's get this done by Smoker. Is <laughs> yeah, what they were thinking. Yeah, it's knock-off time. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Rental crisis, hey? Because mm. oh. he lives. You know what? When the rental crisis happens, people just make amends. They just change things. You know, and this girl has <clears throat> got been... Got pivot. you got to pivot. Pivot. And become... Pivot. An entrepreneur. Pivot. That's what she's been called all over the world, this entrepreneur. From Queensland, her name is Monique. She's 36 years of age and she's found out a way to deal with it by doing this. I'm going to give you a tour of my hotbed, which is a fantastic alternative, especially if you like to think outside the box. Uh, you don't have the air conditioning on when you go to sleep. It saves money. Well, I don't know, a hotbed. I, I mean, she's... it's going to be expensive for someone. It mm-hmm. does does look like she's doing an OnlyFans thing. Like, mm. come into my hotbed. And she's gorgeous. She's made up. She's mm-hmm. selling the bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's yeah. So hot bedding has become a new thing, right? right. And uh, I think she's single, but also it's really big with uni students. Right. Uni students are doing hot bedding. Okay. So what is it? What is it? Right behind me is the queen size bed, which you can rent half with me. This particular bed is very comfortable. It's good for companionship hot bedding. It's very social because I'm a social person. It's good for entrepreneurial people that like to have a friend to stay next to and they're never alone. This is a new way of rental sharing in Australia right now. So she has a queen size bed. But obviously, she just likes one side of it. She doesn't need to use the other side of it, so she's renting it out. I don't know. So many, I don't know many people, winning women that could pull that off. You you don't want to pull anything off. I mean, I reckon that's a bit uh, of a. Are you are you not getting anything pulled no, off? No, no, there's no there. pulling off. I think it's more just like it takes two respectful people mm. to respect boundaries. But how can you respect boundaries when you run next to someone? And how many how many women stick to their side of the bed? And don't I sleep on a slither? I'll I mean, you right are presuming side. that she's hot bedding with males. She'll <coughs> hot bed with anyone. No, I'm just saying yeah. if you're if you're saying you can have half the, of the bed, mm. you better stay on your half. I stay on my half. Yeah, right. I, I do stay on my half. Well, I you mean, could do it then. <laughs> Maybe she's putting a perspex thing down the middle or something. Oh, no, I don't know. She said yeah. at the start of COVID, uh, she suddenly found herself single and she said that she's got a business. So she has a, a unique business. It's mm. called Diversity Models. So it's a modelling agency that has like curvy or cultural mature age models. Mm-hmm. So she specialises in that. She said there wasn't really doing much. So she needed to find some extra income, which mm. is quite interesting. But there are uni students that are doing it and they are making it work a little bit different. Bunks. So. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Why are they not doing I bunks? That, why aren't they? Why doesn't just get a bunk bed? You can have the top. It makes sense because mm. there are university students and they will like hot bed. So in some of the, I guess the the, the headquarters that you have or one the of dorm. those large, well, kind of like not university dorm, mm. but any apartments that are close by, mm. they will stay there and try and hot bed that night and see which one is available. But there's like a, a university student from India. Yeah. She said her uh, travel agent didn't tell her about the rental crisis when she was leaving India, said it's great, go to Australia, everything's amazing. And she said she couldn't find a place. And then she now splits the rent, so 550 a month, with a truck driver. And he works nights. Oh, so that, yeah, right. And then she <clears throat> will obviously, yeah, she'll sleep at night there and then he'll sleep during the day. Yeah. She said the only issue is if he's not working on the weekends, she's got no bed. Mm. And she said well, she doesn't want to share with him and yeah. her parents would be mortified. So she sleeps in the, the storeroom. Oh, wow. In a mattress. She said then they only have to split the rent between both of them. Yeah, okay. That's <laughs> a, a TV show at the moment. But what do you do with like... What if you bring someone home? 
What if the, with the hot? Well, then you split it three ways, and yeah. it's, it's even cheaper. You know, when a lot of people like with Centrelink, like, do you have a de facto? No, I don't. Mm. No, Who's the guy a... sleeping next to you? Oh, he's just hot bedding. Never met him before. <laughs> that's my hot better. <laughs> but he's sleeping next to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah but no touching. Yeah. Come yeah, on, but that's it. the thing. I don't know. I mean, know. really, you could prove that there's no touching in a lot of de facto relationships. No, so therefore, that's yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a real good point. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Some people have interesting jobs, but I bet not as interesting as this man, Bill Edgar, who is the coffin confessor. Hey, Bill. Hey, good morning, and thank you for having me. How do you explain your job? What do you put on your job description? Oh, look, I'm, I crush funerals on behalf of the deceased, telling those that were loved how much they were loved, and those that my clients loved to hate the f- off. <laughs> That's a long description, yeah. but I do I do like it. It's to the point. How you first started doing it? What was the first one? Uh, it was a joke. I told dying man I'd crash his funeral for him, and he took me up on the offer. <laughs> a lot of great businesses start. <laughs> so, um, essentially, people pay you before they pass away, and they say, I want you to turn up and gate crash my funeral and say all of these things to all of these people. So the message is said to them, and they have no chance to rebut, right? Yeah, that's correct. But it's um, messages of good, bad, funny, sad. So it's not all bad. It's not all revenge or, uh, you know, the confessions can be quite beautiful. Mm-hmm. How's the meeting with them? Because, I mean, you're, I guess you're doing it, you know, but when they can still sort of talk, when everything's going all right, do, you, do they pre-book some people years in advance and just make sure they put this in their will? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm getting calls from all around the world now and I'm travelling the globe doing this. Wow. Um, so, yeah, people... Uh, I mean, COVID really brought death to the forefront. I guess it's a good, bad thing for me, in a way. Yeah, right. What happens if people tell you, get book you, and but they want it to be a surprise? How do you find out when they've died if the family doesn't tell you? Okay, there's always somebody that knows I'm, I'm engaged. They don't oh. know what I'm going to do. It yeah, could okay. be a palliative care nurse. It could be a very close rel- relative or a friend. Mm-hmm. And they have no idea what's going to be said or done. But, yeah, someone knows this is all you do now. This is 100% your, this is your vocation, your job, right? It seems to be because doors keep opening. I'm delivering gifts from the afterlife. I'm attending viewings and putting, placing items in coffins, mm. you know, all those type of things. And I'm doing face-to-face now. So a lot of people request me to not actually stand up at the funeral and interrupt the funeral, but actually knock on the door of someone and deliver a message. Oh, wow. Door to door. So what's been the most interesting you've said since we've spoken to you? Oh, the latest one would have been... Uh, a mother confessed to her son that uh, she was actually his grandmother. Right. His sister's a mother, mm-hmm. and his father's a grandfather. Wow. And yeah, ha- right. Wow. So, but you can't, they don't just open the door, you drop that, and you go, anyway, see you, mate. Like, do you sit with them and talk, them talk through? It? No, no. I, look, it's not about them. It's about uh, my client. I, I have mm. a care and concern for my client only, and anything else is collateral damage. That's uh, wow. part of the job. Yeah right. Wow. Who they, they, who would you, are you would you do this? And there won't be anyone for you to do it for. We can do it. We'll, we'll do, do it for you. Yeah, we'll do it for you, Bill. <laughs> no, I'm exploring holograms. Believe it or not. Oh, oh yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah. Right. Wow. So that's where I'm at, and yeah. uh, hopefully I can pull it off. If not, and I die before the hologram, or well, no one gets anything. <laughs> you would do a funny one, wouldn't you? Oh, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. The the other thing is too. Um, they obviously have to pay up front because you can't send them an invoice after the funeral, can you? 
Well, that's right, exactly. And that's what I've said to every person is that they don't need the money where they're going and I never get a complaint. Yes. What well, about, we... though, if like they book way in advance, inflation's gone up, you're more expensive? Do you reach out to them and go, hey, since you still haven't kicked the bucket now, it's an extra two years? I'm not Qantas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, here's an interesting question because I've got it here on our um, info sheet that you charge anywhere from two grand to ten grand. What's the difference in the prices? What makes the price go up or down? Uh, a viewing is only a couple of grand, right? So to go to a you know, viewing and pinprick the body or lay something in the coffin next to them, mm-hmm. you know, is only around a couple of grand. Right. Uh, to travel and to go and do things, you know, within Australia is ten grand to crash a funeral. Overseas, they just pay the extra. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What has been, like, the funniest one where there's been a larrikin who's got you to do something wild? Recent days, I mean, the gentleman had a few vultures in the family and they all thought they were getting some stuff and some, some items. Mm. And he asked me to uh, bury his items in his grave under his coffin. So before his funeral, yeah. I was lowered down and I uh, dug a hole and buried <laughs> some items and he was placed on top. Wow. Oh, so oh. you climbed into the hole. And yeah, I, I had to pay the uh, grave digger a couple hundred just to uh, yeah. help me out a bit. Wow. Did you tell them at the funeral that you had done that? So that was... No, no, no. no, no. no. We, we've got a whole country now searching for 88-year-old men that died last year that have got you know, coffins in the ground and what's under them. Wow. That's what, everywhere. what were the items? <laughs> there was gold, there was uh, jewellery, there was photos of his wife, there was mm. uh, documents that he didn't want anybody to see the light of day. Yeah, right. So, right. Yeah. Tell you what, when you do finally kick the bucket, Bill, and you get up there, there's going to be a lot of people who know you, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> there's more people that know me dead, though. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> well, um, if you do want to use your services, <laughs> if um, you're thinking, I want to plan this, billedgar.com.au, you're the coffin confessor, mate. Great to talk to you this morning. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Take care and hi to all your listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Around the room, who's done their tax? Not yet. Not yet. Anyone done their tax? Oh, good girl. I've got my money back. Yay. Not as much as I wanted, but that's okay. Yeah. See, I think I have to pay tax and that's why I'm dragging my feet. I think I've got two years. I don't think I've done the year before yet. Do you have to pay them or do you get money back? I don't know. Well, trust me. If they are getting money from you, they would have chased you. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so I know that because that's what they do from Scotty and they send him letters. It's a real personal relationship. They save it up and audit you again. So, (laughs) yes. And we do, we love the ATO. Love them. I know a guy that's a marketing for ATO and I was like, what do you do? Like, you can't put it in a good light. Oh, I would have said the other the other way. You're all so well loved and revered in the community. You wouldn't You're have anything to do. That's true. That's you true. Know? Or yep. maybe his job mm-hmm. is to market the tax man to seem so scary, like he's going to come and get you. That's what I'm just... like Grim Reaper style. So you do the right thing. Yeah. Maybe his his job as a marketing person is to go the opposite. Mm. There is the ATO Assistant Commissioner Tim Lowe. Does great work. Really does. Does a lot of volunteering. Nice guy. Oh, However, Timo. Yeah. Timo, you know Timo. Yeah. Timo, yeah. yeah. Have I sucked up to the ATO enough? No, yeah. New Day. That's you never can. Okay, because they have said for people that they need to only claim what they are rightly able to claim. Of course, you know, you don't start claiming things that you're not. No. And they're cracking down on people that Stop have. Stop winking at us, Timo. <laughs> say that and go wink. They're having a crackdown on people that uh, have rental properties because they're like, uh-uh, you, you guys are claiming incorrectly, you're doing uh, repairs on your house, claiming it for something else, mm. or you, you know, you're not claiming your rent, 
you know, that you've got to pay tax on, so all this naughty, naughty stuff. Mm. But then he's saying, you know, that you really need to start doing the right thing, you know. It's un-Australian what you're doing, right? which is trying to... Cheat the tax man. That's probably more Australian. But anyway, un-Australian. It's un-Australian, he said. And this is the problem that I have, right? right? Because he's kind of gone, don't cheat it out because Mm. you know what we were going to spend the money on? Mm. This is what we're going to spend the money on and we can't spend the money on it because you've just cheated the system. What were they going to spend the money on? He's like, you know what? We This is money that we would use to increase things like women's sports, schools and hospitals. Get stuffed. What? Spend the money on women's sport anyway. It's not like you go, oh, sorry, guys. Sorry. Can like, you guys put your soccer balls back? We don't have enough money because yeah. someone just cheated the system. That's right. That's what he's saying. They're not going to spend it on that. They're still evenly. Like, you've just chosen. It's mostly like, go, hey, we're going to kick babies if you don't hey, if you don't pay hey, your tax. Hey, hey, stop yelling at the tax man. Don't you think that's a bit of a... Like we're going to spend it on hospitals. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we can't. I was going to take you kids all to Maccas, Did... but you're all fighting now, so that's not going to happen. Exactly. Yeah, sure you were, Mum. Yeah. Sure. I know we were going to go home and you were going to roll out another <laughs> bloody chicken tonight. Yeah, I'm see. not buying your crap. I'm going to continue this fight in the backseat of the car. Well. You keep I, driving. I have taken this the opposite way because I'm going to do my taxes diligently and honestly because I, for one, would like to see the Matildas get some money. They deserve it. If after you the way they if you played. paid tax yeah, and you I got do pay to do... tax, don't say do <laughs> if you. I do diligently. When you pay tax, yeah. would it be a fun little game if you get to choose where you take it to? No, I trust them to put it where it's most needed. Most needed, the potholes. Don't you think that would be fun? Oh yeah. If you got to choose and you're like, well, you know what? I want to invest it all in that space thing that we're doing. You know? I'd probably do a little bit more research. Hospitals? No, <laughs> space. <laughs> I could build a hospital on the moon, maybe. So I mean. you, you get to pick. I want. will tell you right now, mm. I do everything, and you. I don't care if the taxman hears this, okay. I do everything in my power to mm. give the taxman as little money as I possibly can. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because the government don't spend it correctly. No. And don't give us a little threat no. saying, oh, women's sport's going to suffer if you don't pay your taxes correctly. Yeah. Pay it anyway. The taxman is like... Probably a handful of my mates. When I know they're going to borrow money from me, mm. they're going to waste it. And it's going to annoy me what they do with it. So I don't lend them money. I love this country. You know? You don't it's... even vote. That's why I love this country. <laughs> Which one are you talking about out now? Out of, out of Scot- Scotland no, or Australia? Because I know you change your country depending on who's the favoured well, one at, at the time. At the moment we're talking about the Australian Taxation Department, so I'm yeah. Australian. Yeah. Anyway, I do love Resident. them. They're doing a great job. Oh, they're way too late. Way too late. They're coming for you. They are coming. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Alpha Bucks tomorrow, the 7th of September. Here are some answers to win $10,000. Your letter is J, and some of your answers are Jaguar, Judo, and Judge. Right. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Stab Abby and Matt. B105.